0: It's Rusty Diamond You know what? I'm just going to stop there because this is going to be a no swearing show today. So um, I hope you can enjoy that. So yeah, no swearing today. I'm going to see how that works. It may work. It may not. But yo, man, who Miss Rusty? It is Monday morning, I am here, you are here, we are here, you are there, I am there, you are here and not here at the same time and here and not here, not at the same time. So where does that put you? Right here in your ears, in your head, in your head, zombie, zombie. Um, welcome, you guys. This is the Public Access Podcast on the Quantum Global Broadcasting Network, QGBM. I'm your host, Rusty. Rusty Diamond, if you want the whole, the whole thing. But it's not about me. I'm just some dude here. I'm just here. I'm just the vessel to bring on cool people. And then the cool people come on and I get to hear what they want to tell me. And they get, I get to hear what they want to say. And then you get to hear all this. And you guys are in for a treat because I'm going to bring my special guest on. I'm going to do it before like I can maybe get this so it's better timed. I'm going to bring on my special guest right here, right now. Gloria Haas. How are you doing? Pretty good, Rusty. Thank you for oh. having me on. You're welcome. I, um, yeah, I, I even, uh, so my intro music, uh, I don't know if you could hear that beforehand. No. Okay. So normally there's some, uh, profanity of sorts in it, but, uh, I stopped it beforehand. So we'll, we'll do that again on the way out, uh, with that today too. So just, uh, we'll make this, uh, you know, uh, PG-rated-ish uh, show today. So, but
1: that's cool. That's all right. And so, um, so, how did you get
0: into the podcast group on Facebook? I guess is my first question.
2: Well, I, I got into the group because I have my own podcast, Visionary Ambassador on Rumble, and I was looking for guests and also promoting my book and my healing gifts. Then I started asking people if I can be on their podcast.
0: Okay, and you're on Rumble. so, um, Mm -hmm. So I'm on Rumble for some of my episodes on one of my other podcasts because we end up saying stuff that has gotten us taken off of, or given us strikes on YouTube is why we're on Rumble. Um, What got you on the Rumble?
2: Well, I don't like the algorithm of YouTube, and I get very few views, and I get more views on Rumble.
0: Yeah, we kind of do too. It's kind of nice, and plus it's uh, monetized, you know, pretty much. Mm -hmm. Right away. (laughs) Right away, yeah, so it's kind of nice making money as opposed to trying to get thousands you know, thousand subscribers,
2: subscribers
0: and a and, million views and- yeah a million views four thousand uh, hours of uh watching and then and then you can start making money but you don't get any of that i don't think i think that's just bringing it up to speed and then then you can start making money off of that but yeah yes go rumble's pretty cool i've really liked it and um I ended up in one of my videos, did a rumble. I'm not sure how it works if it was a third party thing, but there was someone where, um, I don't know, we got like some some money bonus for it. That was like, and it gave me like a, a really good amount of hits on the video. But I don't know. I haven't got the money yet. You have to have, I think you have to have fifty bucks to cash out on there. And I, so we haven't reached that $50 threshold yet, but we're on, we're on our way there. But so what, what is your podcast? What do you do on your podcast?
2: Well, I'm a visionary. I call myself a visionary and I'm really, you know, a psychic medium and healer. So what I do on my podcast is I do interview some people, you know, to promote them like you do. And then I do book reviews and movie reviews. And there are some episodes where I talk about my day, life of a visionary, and I've taken them around town. And then some future episodes are going to talk about or about where I hear things telepathically, I see things telepathically, and the healings that I have performed and the outcomes of
0: those. So, where are you in the world? I guess on a not on a deep level, but on a uh, physical location. Where are you in the world?
2: Arizona.
0: Arizona. Okay, you're up. Uh, you're up. Nice. Oh, well, I don't know. Arizona. They don't do daylight savings time. Nope. So is it eight o'clock there? No, it's seven? seven. It's seven. Seven. Okay. Because right.
2: we don't change our time, and clocks have already fall you know spring forward we're on the same time as california
1: but since
2: they have voted in not to change the clocks i guess we'll continue to stay on pacific time but if california and them change their clocks then we go to mountain time because we just stay still
0: yeah it's really interesting how that all works um i mean you know part of oregon is in mountain time like yep. you get over towards Ontario, which is the eastern part, I think is where it turns to mountain time. And then, yeah, then you kind of go further east and down to Arizona, and then you're back in Pacific time. And it's uh it's interesting. But so you're in Arizona. Where did you say in Arizona you were? I did. You say Phoenix? Oh. no. no Are you I, up I in the didn't. mountains?
2: No. I don't like no. to
0: mention exactly where. Okay, that's cool. I, I so you're somewhere in Arizona, right? Somewhere out there. Okay. Um, I I moved here um, from Utah, so I was I was out over that way. So, um, I I like that part of the country a lot. It's pretty pretty out there, but um, and pretty hot so, in the summer.
1: Pretty hot in the summer.
0: <laughs> Yep. It's uh, from May until um, October. You know, September, October. It's about 100 degrees every day. Just it, just the way it is.
2: And if you're in northern Arizona, you can hit 140 degrees, 120, 140. And sure.
0: It's, it's like living in hell. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not too hard to do. Not too hard at all. But you know, it's, uh, it ain't too bad though. And, um, so then, okay. So on your podcast, then, uh, you are just having people on like that are other people that are in, um, uh, that healers or mediums or other
2: I interviewed one person who had a near death experience, unlike other people. I just interviewed a kinesiologist. I interviewed an angel alchemist, and a future episode will um, highlight an expatriate who moved from London to Shanghai.
0: Okay. All right. And um, so a little bit all over the board. Mm-hmm. A little, yeah. Okay. And then, so, okay, so when you messaged me earlier, you told me that I don't want to read that incorrectly, what you had told me that you wanted to talk about today. Um, do you want to, you want to tell me, or do you, you want to say that? No, I don't want to wanna ha- say it incorrectly.
2: <laughs> oh, my book, um, my life Your as book. a journey. Yeah, my journey is a gray hybrid.
0: Correct. So how... How did that come about? It's interesting because as a child, I had
2: experiences with UFOs. I saw a dismembered horse along with one of my girlfriends at the time. We were living in the Mojave Desert in California, and it was right by my house when this happened. And I had um, extraterrestrial experiences with the with, with nasty extraterrestrials and then what do you mean oh the little green men with the long uh needle like fingernails would come and scratch me and poke me and i would have scratches and puncture marks all over my arms and my legs and my mom would tell me i would even have bruises and she'd call me clumsy because she wouldn't believe me that i was getting these visits and then after a while the white lady who looks similar to the Virgin Mary came into my room in the doorway of my room one night and said, the little green men will never bother me again. And they never have. But since then, um, my extraterrestrial experience seemed to stop until I was like in my 20s, early 19, 20 years of age, when I visited the gray hybrids and I've also um, was impregnated with um, a couple of pregnancies with them and have three extraterrestrial children that I never saw and never knew existed. I thought it was having an earthly pregnancy and that I miscarried when actually I found out October of 2022, when my children came to visit me that, well, it actually took me to the ship to visit with them because I wasn't sure if I wanted to see them after I found out that they were alive, that they existed. You know, it's an unknown. Are they going to kidnap me? Are they going to keep me? What are they going to do? But it was nothing like that at all.
1: And it was a good meeting. And so um, how did... I mean, it, so it didn't seem scary or anything
0: when they showed up. No, and then I no,
2: and then from there I started having memories of being on the ship before.
0: Um, side note: uh, if you ever want to, uh, so I, I've worked with some people uh, with hypnosis um, to get them to recall some encounters. Um, and be able to have a, you know, co- go into your head and be able to pull those out. Uh, if you're ever interested in that, um, you know, I don't know if you're interested in that. If you need to, if you're, you know, you're good.
2: I'm good. No, I've you're had, good? yeah, no, I've had quite a few vivid um, details of quite a few of
0: my memories, which I've put into my book. So, mm-hmm. okay, so then. So what what were your your kids like?
2: Well, I don't know the oldest one's name.
0: And
2: um, I've heard he's gone over to the dark side and they don't talk, my children don't talk about him. But I have um my next child is Trevka, my daughter, and she's very into technology like I am. And um, she was showing me the panels and she said, Yeah, and, and teaching me some things. And she is definitely, she looks, she has blue eyes like my mother, and she has uh, brown hair like I did when I was younger, and it's short. Other than that, she looks like a gray. Her eyes are shaped like almond shaped, which is different than her brother, who looks just like a gray, who has, you know, the black eyes, which, you know, the eyes go up this way. And, and um, he's very matter of fact. And, and then he said, you remember being here before, haven't you, and, and going over this? He said, you remember working on this panel? And that was my meeting with them.
0: How long did that last?
2: I don't know, because I was taken in my dream. I was taken in my sleep state. My spirit was taken. So I I really don't know how long of a time that was. And I have spoken with him telepathically since then.
0: So are you when you speak with him telepathically, telepathically, are you speaking to him or is he contacting you?
2: No, I contact people, them. My you daughter. Contact him. Right. My son does not initiate any contact since our meeting. I can contact him and he will respond. My daughter has initiated contact and I've initiated contact with her.
0: And so what what do you talk about on just kind of generally?
2: Well, um, life, how I'm doing. And they basically have the same life day to day. And I asked my daughter if she had ever been impregnated. And she had and she showed me um, a picture of her baby It looks just like her of when she had her. And my daughter contacted me regarding her feelings and thought that I had abandoned them. And we got that talked about. And time when I was in my 20s and living in California and I hear a door knock and I go and I I look through the people and didn't see anything and then I see three little beings run off and then it was like a couple of days or a week later the doorbell rang And I didn't see anything, I opened the door and there were the three little ones. They were laughing and giggling like one to one and a half feet tall. And this was like, gosh, 30 some odd years ago. And she said, that was my three children letting me know that they're around. And I didn't know what it was. I didn't know if it was demons, if it was witchcraft or what was happening at the time. And they would even go to... (laughs) They even went to my job that I had as a temporary at Johns Hopkins and strange things would happen and I was asked not to come back. I mean, they even, I wasn't even at my desk and they were jumping up and down on the bookshelf that was above, this is before computers, the typewriter, the electric typewriter and the bookshelf came down and I wasn't even near my desk. And another time I'm standing back and there were books propped up. Uh, and files on the edge of my desk and they just took them and threw them off on the floor and of course the my boss uh, you know uh, on the f uh, from the job at Johns Hopkins had his door open and could see and he just looked right at me and thought I was practicing demonic witchcraft
0: oh okay so you <laughs> got fire for suspicion of demonic witchcraft
2: yes i did and it wasn't me it was my
0: extraterrestrial children wow okay so <laughs> so what happened then after that where where'd you go when you know when that happened when they decided that you gotta go
2: well, I was listed with three temporary agencies. I just called a different agency and asked for another job. And then I'm just like, okay, whatever is going on, please leave me alone. Don't come back. You know, yeah. you're, you're causing me
1: not to be able to work and earn an income. And they abided by that. So then to the... I guess so when every time when you go on, are you in a dream state?
0: Or are you is it? Or I guess, yeah, interact with them. You said they they come out sometimes, but is most of the time, are you in a dream state when you have to go to them? Yes. Yeah, I'm in a dream
2: state, but um, they will come to me when I am awake. And, you know, I can see their energy and they come into my apartment.
0: And so what are they when to come in your apartment?
2: We talk, and it's it's uh, very brief. It's like you know, how are you, and what are you doing? And it's like a, a you know like a thirty second to a minute or two minute talk, maybe five minutes at the most, and then they have to go because they have work to do.
1: So where do they live? On the spaceship. Where's the is the spaceship traveling in outer space, or it's,
0: somewhere? It's through outer space and sometimes here um, around Earth,
2: but mostly it's it's,
0: outer space. Okay. So when it's going around Earth, is it going to any specific places or is it just sort of? I can't talk about that.
1: Okay. Um, Is it because of
0: you don't know or because you can't talk about it? I can't talk about it.
1: Okay. All right. And so then. Um, so, okay. So you can
0: only contact them if you're in your dream state. So you can't, if it's right now. Oh, I can right contact now, them right now.
2: No, I can talk. Can con- about, yeah. They only contact me in a dream state. I can contact them when I'm awake.
0: And so what do you, do you just, telepath you telepathically contact them, or how does mm-hmm. that work? Yep, I
2: telepathically contact them. And sometimes I speak out loud while I
0: contact. And, okay. And uh, are, they, are they always answering, or is it, I mean, is there like a equivalent of, you know, getting an answering machine, whatever, whatever that may be, have some... Uh, I don't know some interesting. I'm not. I'm not here right now. So happens if they're not there, do you, is they, you know, not answer? They're always or, there. No, they they're can always tell there. They're
2: always there, in, including my extraterrestrial mate. I can. I have learned that I need to give them time. They can hear me, but I need to allow them time to get back to me in case they're in the middle of something. And this morning I contacted them, it was just like a brief twenty second. Talk to both of my children.
0: Okay, and so your extraterrestrial mate. How long have you been together? If that's something you want to talk about, I don't.
2: Uh, since my twenties. Since your twenties. And I'm not the only woman he has impregnated. They're not monogamous.
0: <laughs> no. Uh,
1: yeah, that's. Uh, is it? Is it, um, is that?
0: including outer space places too? Or is that only on Earth? Is there like some sort of something that is on Earth that, um, you know, becoming having hybrid offspring? Is that there is a benefit to hybrid offspring of humans on Earth, as opposed to other places?
2: Well, it is because on my father's side of the family, I tracked this down last October and I have a relative on my dad's mother's side of the family. We were emailing and having this discussion and my cousin said, well, that will explain why I have all this information that I know that I didn't know that I knew. It's just automatic. It was like when the fax machine came out, I knew how to troubleshoot and fix it. Printers, copy machines... Copy machine went down at work, and I was I was in my thirties, I believe, and they said it's broken. But the copy uh, repairman couldn't come out till the next day. I said, "Oh, let me look at it." And they're like, "Have you done this before?" I said, "No." Well, they're they're afraid you'll break it. Well, when the boss left, the office manager said, "Gloria, go take a go take a look at it because we really need that copier with what we do because we had to." copy invoices instead of writing carbon copies or you know typing them out so I went and I opened everything up and I saw there was a paper jam and moved it all around and got everything working and then it still wasn't working right then I saw a bent wire and I straightened it out and it started working again and when my boss came in said did the repairman come in said no it just started working and He goes, Gloria, did you touch this? I go, yes. (laughs) And the office manager said, I asked her to. And he goes, okay. So when the copy man, uh, repairman came in, he said, well, you need to come to work for our business. He said, you did this. The only thing I couldn't repair was a drum because they had to be replaced. And that was one thing I did not want to touch because that's under warranty and I don't want to get in trouble for (laughs) touching anything under warranty. So he said, you need to come and work for a company. And I said, no, he said, why? I said, because in a few years, copiers are going to evolve. They're going, uh, the printers are going to evolve and you're going, I would be out of a job because only the large businesses will use them for any large things like law firms when they have to copy an entire, print out an entire file. I said, but meanwhile, your printers are going to do the same work as a copy machine. And he laughed at me. And that's what has happened.
1: So are there other. Um, uh, like soon to be advances. That you know about. Or is
0: it or is it that you. They come out and, you know you like you have a feeling sort of like um, you just like have like the matrix like you you know I I know this because I just know it and just you can just do it is it more like that
2: yes it's more like it comes out I know it and I have forewarned people about artificial intelligence and I told them it will take over the world and I got laughed at and what do we have today
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, we're, we're already past that. We're already past that. Just yeah. taking over the world. Um, and so, I mean, so what's, what's that like? I mean, with, if you have people that are, you know, laughing at you for that kind of stuff. Yeah, we're
2: just smoking, granny. You need to get right. on social yeah. media.
0: <laughs> yeah. And so, I mean, what, what how, how do you, work with that
2: i ignore i i just say you'll see
0: you'll find out it'll come true and then when it does finally happen what do they ever end up saying i'm sorry no nope i didn't think so (laughs) i didn't think so and i was like well yeah okay (laughs) you know gloria was right back there but i i'm not gonna say i'm sorry and yeah i'm I had a feeling that was going to be the answer. And so. So, yeah, I mean, you just. You you have your. Your truth and your existence and like, it's good that. You can be able to. Not, I mean. People are going to say whatever they're going to say, but I mean, you know, you know what, you know, and. There's no reason for, you know, to get all bent out of shape. Someone thinks that something isn't isn't right when they don't know the story themselves. And so. Um, so back to typewriter. So when you decided to write a book about this. Did you write it on a typewriter? Did you write it on a piece of paper? Did you write it on a phone? You write it on a computer? Did you use yes. a chisel and a stone?
2: No, um, I, I'm,
0: I'm past a chisel to stone face.
2: Okay. <laughs> yeah. So what did you use? You use used, a typewriter? I used a, a computer.
0: Oh, a computer. Okay. And yeah. so was it when you're writing it, was it all? Just um, did you do an outline or was it sort of uh, just write about it forever and then edit it down later? I started in
2: chronological order and then memories started coming back and I spoke with somebody who was an experiencer and because I didn't know, I was told that I needed to come out with my story last summer and I didn't want to. So I started it as a fiction book. And then in October, they said, you need to write it as a nonfiction now. And I'm just like, okay, so I had done a save as and, and I had started in my fiction book at my at age 20. So I started back when I had first told you about my experience, you know, as a child with the, um, the spaceship and everything else. And I go into detail that way. And then when I got to the fiction part, I just went ahead and changed it to nonfiction
0: and how it really was. So was that right around the time when all those documents got released about um, extraterrestrial stuff of the nature? um that got declassified was that around that same time and they said to change it to nonfiction.
1: no it was a few months before all of that came out okay um and I mean so because yeah I mean like
0: and then yeah I mean what did people say like when when that happened did anyone say anything to you then did anyone I, come up to you and say anything Somebody had
2: mentioned in a Twitter space that they thought that all my memories were because I was in an MKUltra experiment and all this stuff was fed to me. I said, well, that's not possible because I didn't live anywhere near MKUltra, which started in 69. I was born in 56. So when I lived in California, it was it was like you know 19 early 1960s and i i didn't move to anywhere until my sophomore year of high school to where mk ultra was coming about and i believe i was part of that experiment i don't remember my entire junior year of high school and that was like 50 years ago but other people were glad that i came out with my experience and brought validation to what they were experiencing, as well as some people came out about their own experiences.
0: So what do what relation do you think you have with MKUltra? Well,
2: I don't remember my, like I said, my junior year of high school or who I met, but I'm starting to have vague it's i was told 23 to 50 years after you've been given this one drug you'll start getting memories well i vaguely remember being at the air force base in the basement and it was with some of my classmates but i thought it was a dream until i was living moved back to the area years later and got had gotten in touch with one of my high Uh, people I met in high school I remember her from my senior year but I met her in junior year and she went into detail she said I remember you being there her and her sister were there and they were sexually abused I wasn't but I remember vaguely having um, a female exam and that and that's all I remember but my memory about My junior year was completely wiped out. So I don't know what happened.
0: So same thing goes with that. Uh, If that's ever something you want to revisit with hypnosis, let me know. And
2: I've been through hypnosis and nothing comes forward. I've been through hypnosis numerous times, EMDR and nothing.
1: Interesting. And so what what happens are you just um does just nothing
0: come up or is it do you go to something else when you're under hypnosis is it like because yeah i mean so like i don't know because i i use when i work with people who um have you know events that are that they they're not able to recall um basically what I do is I take a, a a past life regression hypnosis and I exchange it into a, um, you know, a recollection hypnosis. And so it becomes a lot more visual than talking. So was it something like that yes, that they were trying for? I,
2: yes, that's what my therapist went for was the EMDR, they take you into a a spot, where do you wanna start? And I wanted to start in my junior year and that's where I had vague recollection of two visits to the Air Force Base and the female exam and nothing else came up. And uh, vaguely remembering having lunch with some people from high school and that was all that ever came up. I don't remember my classes. And what was really scary was my senior year, um, I was in biology, which we had to take. And they said, this is a step past of where we start. We were last year in junior biology. And I really had to bust my butt to get up to speed in biology because I don't remember
0: any of that happening the year before.
1: Uh, well,
0: Okay. And so do you think that... Because of your heightened level with the MK Ultra drugs that you were given, kind of heightened your consciousness. Was that maybe part of the reason why you mm-hmm. were contacted by the the extraterrestrials?
2: No, because it was there... a part of my life since I was a child. And oh, since you were a child, so it was before yeah. that. Yes, and I'm also what people call a starseed. And my mom had a stillborn baby, and I am an extra great extraterrestrial. And my spirit, my soul was put into that stillborn child. So we're talking about 1956, long before MKUltra.
0: Okay, and, and completely so, different. Did you ever get to talk to your parents about this?
2: I tried. Um, I told my mom, um, my, my dad, I was in my thirties and my dad was talking about, I knew that Gloria was special and everything else. And I wanted her born. I said, no, you didn't. My mom's shaking her head. And he said, yes, I did. And my mom and I had a, a talk and I said, I remember dad holding me and saying he was disappointed that I was a girl and that I wasn't a boy and how ashamed he was of me for being born a girl, which you know, I don't determine the sex of the child. And also, when I um, was talking with, to me, everything was like second nature. we were moving from Indiana to California. And we were running out of gas. And we're those big, all those big old nice cars with the backseat that's the size of a twin bed. (laughs) And my dad told my mom, you know, looked at her and said, we're going down this big steep hill and how you go up a really steep one, you hit the bottom and have to go up. And he said, I don't know if we're going to have gas to make it. And she said, just do your best. And I said, dad, because I could see. I said, dad, up there on your side of the car, because I'm like four years old, three and a half, four, I don't know left from right. Dad, on your side of the car, when you get up to the top of the hill, there's a gas station. And sure, and he looked at my mom and she said, let's go with it and just see what happens. So we were up there. I said, but when you get up there, you're gonna have to stop very quickly because it's right at the top where you're gonna have to turn to your side. And that's what happened. And then my dad, my mom woke my brother up and my mom said, I'm gonna go take the kids to the bathroom. And I just start walking off, and she said, where are you going? I said, to the bathroom. Where are they? I said, they're this way, mom. And I had never, ever been there physically. I just know it.
0: So, do you think that was a a gift from being Mm -hmm. a hybrid? Is that something? Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of how you're able to parlay that into the healing aspect and the. the psychic medium and and everything of that sort and so
2: it's my being from being a starseed
1: a starseed okay that was the term Mm -hmm. um yeah and so so what was the difference between a starseed and a a hybrid a starseed comes from the stars
2: they are an extraterrestrial whose spirit can is then put into a human person and it could be someone who has died or someone who is sickly, or like in my case, my mom had a stillborn child and I was put in into the baby's body. And a hybrid, it's like while I'm a hybrid and a star seed, hybrid comes from a generations ago of the extraterrestrials impregnating the humans. And that's how you have the hybrids. And they were raised here on Earth so they could populate
1: the Earth. Oh, okay. And so, like, when you see movies, like, something like,
0: you know, Men in Black or something like that, one of those, like, is it, like, one of those we told you so but we made it comedy is it sort of Mm -hmm. like
2: that yes it is because i've seen men in black and they're not people the men in black that i have seen um were extraterrestrials but they were dressed in the black hat and i thought what were glasses were actually looked like goggles and to cover their eyes and they were in a suit and they're standing in the middle of the street watching me walk my dog and cars were just moving right through them but when a big delivery truck came down the street they vanished and when the truck was gone they reappeared so i don't know if they were more materialized or if the truck messes with their energy or they're just letting me know that they're not real people that they extraterrestrials.
1: Yeah. So, because, yeah, I mean, I think there's been a fair amount of... And then... I don't know. I've been down a lot of rabbit holes in a lot of different places of things. and uh, But, yeah, I don't know. I, a lot of them have led me to believe the...
0: Yeah, like that there's been a lot of hybrid for a long long time
1: and mm-hmm. and it's usually like a higher social standing
0: for the most part or is it kind of all, over the, all um, over the board? It's all over the board. All over the board. Okay. Um because, yeah, I I don't know. so I, I've gotten down some things where it seems like, yeah, some higher social standing uh, people, some of them have been hybrid of some sort. Um, but I don't know. It's just
1: just a thought. And uh, but so. I mean what
0: what do you want to do with your information that you have is it to help people or you know is it if people also have experienced something like that to kind of let them know it's okay and that not to try to hide it or or what are you trying to get across
2: help lower the stigma because people want there's some people who want to go out and kill hybrids Who want to go out and kill star seeds because they're scared, and there's some people who don't still don't believe it, even though the governments come out because we don't really trust the government's sort of mentality. Right. And also to let people know my experience and let them know they're not alone. That it is okay, you know, if you feel safe enough, just let you just letting you know that I'm here. If you need to talk, um, do you have any questions? And it's just now coming up in a couple of my groups. And this one person believe that they're a star seed, and I sent them some links on the quiz of where, you know, what um, planet are you from, and stuff, you know, like that, so they can go ahead and take a quiz to see if they relate to what's going on. But just you know, it's being more open and let the public know that you know you could be a hybrid and not know it, and people and everyone can actually be a hybrid depending on you know what what the aliens did. But what type of hybrid are you? But not all hybrids are going to be able to um, be psychics, be psychic mediums, be healers. We all have our our different, you know purposes, and everyone's going to have
0: their awakening at different times. I, I had a guy one time at a bar tell me that he thought that I was going to get his girlfriend pregnant with an alien baby, which was an interesting uh, thing to hear. but so I, how would someone know if they were? Um, a star seed or a hybrid or some sort of combination or anything of that what will be some of the indicators
2: when you look, look up at this when you look up at the stars and you feel homesick um, that you can uh, when you watch you know these movies with aliens with them getting shot you feel uncomfortable? you start crying? Also, you don't feel at home here on earth and you never have. You don't fit in with mainstream society. That could be either a hybrid or a star
0: And so has that been you uh, as far as those, what you just mentioned?
2: Oh yeah, I've never been at home here and my brother and I used to play star trek in the backyard and everything and he knew that he had been adopted but i don't think he ever realized we shared the same mom and my parents lied to him that told him he was never adopted and i found out after both my parents died that my brother was but he was in such um, a very delicate mental state he ended up dying with the complications of diabetes A few years after our mom died, I didn't want to tell him because I didn't want to be responsible if he committed suicide. But I remember as we're playing, you know, in the Starship, and I asked him, Captain, where are we going today? And he said, I'm going to go find my family. I'm getting out of here. I said, I want to go find my family too. They're out in the galaxy. And my brother looked at me and goes, You are really wacko. I said, No. And I was, thought it was a safe environment to talk with him about this I said no and I pointed up to the sky I'm from up there somewhere and I want to go find out where I want to find my biological my you know what I considered my biological extraterrestrial family and he just got up out of it and he laughed at me he goes you're really stupid
0: and so what, what did that do to you? I mean, did you take that internally or did you brush it off or what happened with that? I felt
2: abandoned. I felt abandoned by my brother along with feeling abandoned by the extraterrestrials. It's like I wanted to go home. I looked up at the sky and said, why can't you bring me back? I don't want to be here anymore. The, the, this family is horrible. Now being bounced off walls, being thrown around by my hair because my hair was long and being sexually abused by my father. It was like, I wanted out of there. And I didn't make it up. It was just like, why did I get, why did this family, why why am I here with them? Couldn't you have given me a family that was better?
1: Why do you think you were with this family here on earth? What was your purpose? I guess
2: um, what they do is the extraterrestrials have their own protocols for what they are doing to build a heartier race. So if I had a cushy life, could I overcome hardship? What kind of heart, you know, I would cave in. So if you're put into an abusive family, you learn, if you survive, you learn to overcome, you, you are stronger
1: mentally. So- so, if you know, yeah, so people have gone through lots of hardships and stuff of that nature, uh, you know, are they? So, I don't know. There there's some people I, I'm thinking about, and yeah, no, I'm not really fitting in with. The rest of everybody else and um
0: i mean i even like i i don't fit in anywhere i know that i don't fit in with anybody else but uh for
1: some reason we're talking and i don't know is it do you think that do you do you either like Uh, do you attract people, other people
0: who are um, star seeds or hybrids, or can can you sort of do you feel like sort of like a I don't know some sort of kindred spirit with them, for lack of a better term? Um, I sought or is them it- out.
2: I sought out the groups for um hybrids and star seeds. And paranormal groups, and I have found my tribe. I do have, you know, um, a rapport with them, and we, and one person in particular, it's like we're brother sister, and we can talk on the phone and pick up where we have left off, like we're best friends and knew each other our entire life. When that's not the case, but you also have some in the tribe who lean more towards the human side. They're narcissistic. They're abusive. And you're gonna have that everywhere. So, it, so you, you know, you just have to test the vibes and, and see where things are. And it's like with anybody else making friends, what do you have in common? Do you feel a connection?
0: And if you do, continue going. And if you don't
2: really feel a connection, push back away.
0: So it's just like everybody else, any other kind of group of anything has just said, there, there's yeah. a little bit of everything with everyone. You know, yeah. you, you, you find the people that you, you click with and that's, that's it. Yeah, yeah it's okay. I, I was trying to put it too much into a small box and that's, I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. And so, I mean, it's just it's someone for everyone, you know, there's, okay. And um, so then are, you're on these groups on, you know, on social media then, or, or something of that, or are you, is that where you find in people, other people on Facebook? Yeah. On Facebook.
1: Facebook. And so do what, what does everyone just sort of post,
0: you know, questions when they come in, when someone's new in there, they post questions or, um, I mean, the groups I'm in, we we share stupid pictures with, you know, about stuff that has no meaning to to anything. And then I, I'm in I'm in the podcast groups as well. But um, yeah, well, what kind of, are people? A lot of people questioning stuff when they come in, wanting to know more about something that has to do with them or their surroundings, or mm-hmm. they do. Or you, somebody
2: can post. You know, what is the most Um, unusual thing that you've encountered and then people start posting in that thread with on that initial post and then I just recently was interacting with a person and he was saying that you know I I, you know I I told him they said I would like to meet an alien I said well I'm a hybrid and I am a star seed and then they started asking questions saying I feel like I am one and then I posted back you know here's you know you can contact me in on in one of the groups a, a, on a different post a woman said may I it was a business group <laughs> and she said may I contact you please and I said send me a direct mess private message she did and I sent her the links and we were having a chat and she's just trying to figure things out people who are just new to this, And you just have to step into the world like you do with someone who has dementia, step into their world, see where they are, because you don't want to bombard them with more information that will scare them off. And it's like telling someone with dementia that they're wrong. You don't want to tell someone who's a star seed or a hybrid that they're wrong because they're not. That is their life. So you can't compare your life and your beliefs to theirs. It's like meet them where they are and see if you can help. Yeah. And if you right. can't help, don't post on their timeline. Don't be derogatory or say, good luck to you, because that's very discouraging. Just let it go for someone else. Or if you maybe know someone, tell a person well, I'm in this group and this person on a post is asking a question and this is the post. Would you want to join the group and help them out?
0: Yeah. So it seems like there's a, fairly positive it's not like you're going on reddit i assume if you were on reddit or something like that you'd get a lot of people who were you know uh just trolling or or whatever you would call it you know sort of but i mean that if you have a good community and people are you know able to support and help and make it a positive experience that's that's a good thing and um, I mean, it kind of has, you know, universal truth as well. You know, yeah. if you're around that, that, you know, positive, you're, you're in a better place. And so, um, so, and then I want to go back to, again, this isn't linear, like, like your book that you wrote, um, mine kind of is all over the place. Uh, I wanted to go back to the AI
1: um, and ask. I'm sorry, I got a running nose. Um, so, because then I I've been asking a lot of
0: writers this too, a lot of writers I have on the show and other people who are creatives as well for many different types of things. And I mean, I mean, let's just stick with writing. Like, what's AI going to do with writer? What has AI? Done with writing, and how do how do we grab on to their coattails, uh, AI's coattails, and make the best of it for now? Actually, they're saying there's a
2: program where you can let you know AI or robots do your writing for you. You give them <laughs> the ideas, and then they're going to flow it through and give you the spectacular manuscript and I don't know, you know. Do you go in? Do you change it? Do you add your nuances, or what are they publishing? Something that is very sterile. I don't know. Yeah. I won't use it. I won't use AI. I won't use
0: robots. I want to do my own expression. That's important too, if if you can, because it's gonna be a lot of it. Yeah, gets very easily sterile, very sterile, but I think it's, you know, learn past sterile, and it's becoming more combined, and like, you know, you know a little bit more, like you were saying, like, you know, watch out for AI, and uh, yeah. yeah, so, um, so then, yeah, all all natural, all natural work, uh, and so if people want to find you on the internet to contact you, hear what you want to say, go into one of the groups, buy your book, uh, where where are they going to do that and what are they going to look for? I have a Linktree address and it's
2: linktr.ee forward slash Gloria has books, all one word um they can find me on twitter gloria
0: Hass, and they can also find me on facebook gloria has 9 that's uh, pretty nice you got to have your own name on there you don't have to change anything you don't have to do no. too much it's just uh you, you got a good good name there with it not to get too crafty with it <laughs> um well yeah so i'm i'm happy we got to talk and got to here and um and learn and so yeah i'll I'll have you back on and we'll we'll do another one um dig into it some more here in a few months and bring it back and yeah find out some more uh and then because yeah i i assume by then people from listening to this are going to be wanting an update and you know wanting to dig deeper into this so um, yeah. Thank you for coming on and uh, we'll, we'll talk soon. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Rusty. And I hope you yeah. feel better. Thank you, Gloria. I appreciate it. Have You're a good welcome. day. You too. All right. Thank you. All
1: right. You guys That's Gloria Haas. Hess. Uh, I got snot. That was, that was a snot break. Uh, I'm about to go take some more
0: medicine here and i have two more podcasts today coming at you so be ready for that i have one in two hours and one and four and a half hours so i'll put this up you guys will have some stuff later on today if you get podcasty or whenever you listen you'll be good so you guys i'm gonna go i didn't swear at all on this show i'm not going to you're gonna get the intro music i'm gonna start it back over i'm just gonna stop right before it says mother and then just stop it that's gonna be it that's gonna be the show i hope i stop in time is the key though so we're gonna try this um share screen am i sharing screen there we go start this over and boom and boom And that's the show, man.
1: It's rusty diamond. Boom! Boom! Boom!